Welcome to the LabOp Leaders Series, a showcase of global change agents and experts in healthcare and laboratory management. Here's your host, LabOp Global Founder, Robert Farias. We'd like to welcome Jignesh Sharma to the podcast. Uh, Jignesh, how are you? Thank you for taking the time. Uh, hey, thanks, Robert. Uh, thank you for I mean, messaging me and giving me this opportunity to be part of your podcast. No, it was great. That I thought you had a very interesting profile, and I hope the audience will uh, will enjoy to hear about this. So, uh, can you uh, start us off, please, with your academic background? Yeah. Um, well, I started off as a normal medical laboratory science graduate. Uh, well, I did my bachelor's in medical laboratory science uh, from the Fiji National University in 2017, and then joined the normal hospital setting. After which, I was sent out to or serve one of the maritime islands, it's the old capital of Fiji, Levuka. And once and then after that, I came back and then I pursued uh, my postgrad diploma in health service management, which I completed uh, just last year. And uh, after a push from one of my mentors, I decided to pursue master's in health service management and currently I'm a master's candidate and hoping to graduate with my master's at the end of the year. Excellent. Good. Uh, why the choice of uh, a med lab science? What was your uh, What was your motivation to enter that program? <laughs> I was asked the same question by my lecturers in year two, and I actually told her I didn't want to do them. But <laughs> my main aim was to do MBBS, become a doctor. Sure. I saw flashy white coats. Yeah. But uh, things didn't work out, and I was offered to do medical laboratory science, and then I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. I was always interested in forensic science after watching CID and all those uh, NCIS uh, shows and TV. So I decided to give this a shot. And then, well, towards the end of the course, I started enjoying how medical laboratory science had many fields to uh, look at and uh, different things that you could uh, specialize in. Um, yeah, so that was basically how I got into this and then started liking it as a profession. Great. So, uh, Genius, I understand also during your studies, you uh, you were acting on the uh, the Med Lab Science Student Association as well. You were active in there. Yeah, um, I started off as a normal member, helping out um, back in my year one and year two, and in year my year three, which is our exit years, because we don't really interact much with the school in the final year. It's be a part of the clinical. We go do our clinical attachments. So, yeah, I served as the president for the student association for the lab student association. Great. Okay, great. Um, and what are the types of, what types of roles did you take on uh, after graduation? I know you had mentioned that you were at uh, you were in so you clicked, did your clinical attachment after graduation. Yeah. Did you end up at a hospital? Did you end up in a, a public private lab? What was your uh, yeah. first opportunity? Um, well, yeah, I was started off as by year four, we had to do our attachments in the hospital, CWM Hospital, which is the biggest and the largest hospital in Fiji. Uh, after graduation, uh, it was a little, a little difficult to get our jobs, our first jobs, because there was a little uh, delay in us getting our employment. So I signed up as a volunteer, again, at CWM Hospital. I was there for fine two months, and then I got my first interview, and uh, I was lucky enough to uh, get it in the first uh, interview, and I was posted to a subdivisional lab. So 
as I was in the VUCA for one year, six months, where I served as a lab uh, officer in charge as well, because I was the only one there. So I had to do bleeding, processing, giving out reports, uh, even had to go out for outreaches to our other neighboring islands. So it was interesting. It was, it was a role that a new graduate would fear to take up, but I took up the challenge and I think it was the best decision that I made because it made me more uh, precise and I was more focused to get into the managerial aspects. And I got a fair idea on how to manage a lab and just to ensure that all the stocks are maintained, the quality is maintained. I also got a feel of um, looking at the machines if they were something was wrong, try to go into bioman mode. But yeah, it was all right. It was pretty good. Great. And uh, from there, what was your next? Uh, what was your next role? Yeah, um, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to be sent. A, it was a research post uh, where they were looking for a laboratory technician, and uh, I applied it. I, I I didn't know that I would even have a chance to get a, a role, but uh, I was lucky enough to interview for that role as well. And I was lucky to get that. And I moved back to the main island, back to Suva. And uh, I was serving as the laboratory technician for a research post for, it was actually for the Murdoch Research, uh, Murdoch Children's Research Institute from Australia. So they were having a collaborative research uh, with the Ministry of Health in Fiji, where they were doing a research on uh, mothers and their um, neonates. So just to try to, they were giving a standard of acetomycin and, and to the mother during labor. And then we, from there, we used to collect samples all throughout for their pregnancies and after their pregnancies to see if, uh, sorry, after their pregnancies to see their, uh, see if acetomycin could decrease the rate of infections, cross infections from mother to a child, which is interesting. It was something new and uh, was, I was glad to be given a chance to be a laboratory technician and work with uh, such a big institute and also with MOH and uh, on, on a research level. It was interesting. I also got to see how research actually works. And that's when I gained more interest uh, and towards research and uh, I could see that there's a lot of potential in terms of research in PG. Right. From there onward, uh, while I was serving in that role, COVID actually started. So because I was based at Fiji CDC, uh, that's where the, all the research uh, uh, labs, uh, I mean, uh, research, uh, mostly lab uh, personnel are placed at that place for research. So I was fortunate enough to work with the Fiji CDC team and then I was helping out. I volunteered to actually help out to, uh, because of my background as a medical laboratory science school in the COVID response to process samples. Uh, that worked out well. And then there was a position where WHO was looking for laboratory technicians uh, to be hired to work for UGCDC. And uh, I gave it a shot. I applied for it. And then I was lucky enough to make the cut. And now, currently, I'm serving as a medical laboratory scientist. Uh, it's a SSA position with the WHO. And I'm based at the Modern Health Protection Unit here in Nandi. Um, uh, serving in a processing of COVID samples and all that, yeah. Great, and so just to clarify that, Junya, so uh, at the moment, most of your focus is on the actual processing of samples at the stage. 
Yes, so right. I'm I still do processing of samples, yes. Great, great, okay. Um, so, Jeunesse, I guess one of the things we're curious about, so obviously the uh, the South Pacific experience is a bit unique, as, as I guess everyone is in the world, uh, but in particular the South Pacific with its... Um, a lot of tie-ins to people um, leaving the islands to either gain employment or continuing school in in Australia or New Zealand, uh, and then people sort of as well having the experience to to travel between the islands in terms of their experience and to either move from project to project or opportunity to opportunity. Uh, how do you find that the how do you find that the um, the opportunities are? Uh, as it relates to those who are recent graduates from the programs, I know you had mentioned there was a bit of delay of yourself starting uh, after graduation. What's the yeah. what's the employment situation like for uh, for people in Fiji at the moment? To be honest, uh, I was fortunate enough to be given a research post that young, um, but to be honest, usually research posts or posts uh, such as the one that I'm serving in currently. Do not get offered to younger graduates or graduates who have been in the system for one or two years. They usually go for experienced staff. Um, but I guess because there's a lot of movement, like you mentioned, it's very evident people are moving to greener pastures for better opportunities. So what happens is uh, if a certain person that they're after or a certain level of experience of a staff is not available, then they go down to us and then that's how we get off such positions. And then it's just fortunate to get positions like this. But currently, the, uh, it's, it has improved in terms of the employment. New graduates don't have to wait as long as we did. But uh, yes, there is a high incidence of people moving overseas or even to other particular countries where they need laboratory technicians and then they pay better for these technicians to come work for them. So I think that is one aspect that is the only backdrop that we have at the moment is the remuneration that we have uh, surrounding our field. But uh, other than that, majority of those that are here um, love to take up uh, office uh, if this office come towards them because it's a good learning ground and then gives them a better perspective of what lab is and what it is capable of. Fair, fair. And so, Jinya, st staying with the theme of students, so if you were to give some advice uh, to current med lab students um, and people who are just recent graduates, uh, what would be what would be your advice for them? Are there areas to focus on, or or things to prepare themselves for? Um, I think the students these days are much more vocal. They are for the change. So I think they need to come in with an open mind, and uh, they need to. Firstly, get their basics and their foundations cemented solid because it's obviously very important to work in your clinical settings. You need to get your clinical aspects uh, known very well. You need to work in a hospital first to get your foundations done because that's where everything starts and that's where you learn a lot of things. So obviously go from the basics. And then if you get offered to work in private labs, because currently there's a lot of opportunities in private labs, uh, you may do so, but uh, just one advice to start off from your basics, try to get your clinical experience because once you have that, you're solid and you uh, you will do better in any other aspect, any other field of laboratory that you move to. It's, uh, yeah, that's the only thing that I'd like to say to them. And uh, at the moment, Fiji has a lot of uh, potential for research. So try to focus on your research and if you have ideas, 
put them forward and you can probably take them further when you see you come into the system and even you can do pursue other study areas and then move forward from there. Yeah, thank you. And uh, so Jeunesse, I'd also like to ask you, um, you, you've had a few experiences. There's one in particular that I was wondering about in terms of a vice president role uh, with the medical lab science uh, side. Can you share that with us, please? Yeah, I always had a keen interest in uh, such roles because, uh, like I mentioned, I didn't have a keen interest in lab before, but once I graduated or towards my ending, I was very fond of lab and I always wanted to make a change in lab in terms of how members are there, even take uh, the association forward in terms of research and uh, a few other things. So just recently we had our uh, elections for the roles and I did apply for two roles actually. And uh, I couldn't make the cut for the president, but I was lucky enough to be given the role elected as the vice president uh, Western division for the Fiji Institute of Medical Science. So. FIMLS, which is also which is what it is known as. FIMLS is Fiji's uh, uh, governing body for all the laboratory professionals in Fiji. So we look after the welfare of our laboratory personnel in Fiji. So currently I'm serving as the Vice President West uh, till 2024. Great. And, and in terms of the types of activities that that organization would put on for its members, Jinesh? Uh, for the past two years, due to COVID, I was a little dormant. Sure. So we're trying to get back. Uh, we are just uh, trying to get all our members back and tell them, okay, hey, look, whatever happened, happened. And it's time to move forward. Uh, we're having our seminar in November uh, here in Nandi, uh, where we aim to uh, focus uh, on uh, medical laboratory science beyond COVID, that being the theme this year. And uh, when we have our seminars, we try to collaborate with our uh, sponsors who are our external partners in terms of uh, machine providers or even reference labs in overseas, uh, mostly in Australia, uh, I mean, New Zealand in Australia. So they would be coming down. So we hold seminars. We are now trying to help uh, our members to take part in curricular development, which is called CPD. So we're introducing programs such as uh, webinars and probably uh, if we get lucky enough, we could engage with our partners in New Zealand, which is the NZMILS and the uh, Australian Institute of Medical Laboratory Science and probably hold webinars for our members. And uh, even uh, we're trying to start off our own journal uh, where we could be able to publish our uh, our members and their work if they if they are doing a particular research, if they have found a particular organism in a particular department which they would like to talk about or share to the uh, world. Uh, so we are giving opportunities to our members to do publications, and probably later on we try to make the institute and grow it from just Fiji to the Pacific because currently. The other Pacific Island laboratories uh, uh, do not have an institute, and uh, most of the graduates that are working in the Pacific Island uh, laboratories are from Fiji, and they have also graduated from FNU, which is called Madison. 
So we would like to engage with them and collaborate with them and ask them to join the institute and probably take this institute to a larger scale uh, within Fiji and the Pacific. Yeah, that's great, and that'll be uh, that'll be certainly some some interesting advancement for those in the field in the in the South Pacific region. So, congratulations on uh, on that yeah. work. Um, so, Janesh, what we'd like to offer all our guests um, as we wrap up our episodes is specifically asking them if they'd like to acknowledge any mentors, people that have supported them along the way. Could you uh, could you share um, a few names of people who've been supportive for you, please? Yeah, uh, sure. Um, well, uh, being a student, uh, obviously, all the lectures that I had, all the lecturers that I went through uh, in my FNU career, um, they were good mentors. Other than that, uh, when I started working, I had a particular person who'd like to thank us, one of the, our current participants, Mr. Raven. He pushed me and he was the person who told me to apply for like to thank him for giving me this opportunity and question that I'll do justice to the job. And then this one particular person that I really uh, like to thank is Mr. Richard Lair. He's currently a lecturer uh, in Environment of Health at Fiji National University. He was the person who pushed me to do HSM, Health Service Management, because he said that I'd make an excellent manager someday. So thanks to him. And he was the person who uh, pushed me to start doing publications. And I'm happy to say that I have two publications under my name currently. And it's a person who is in Fiji, that's our achievement. And that being said, being so young and be able to publish two articles is something that uh, is remarkable. And because we hardly get the time to do publications. And if we get the right push from the right people, we can certainly do things like this. Great. Well, well, thank you for sharing this story with us, Jinesh, and uh, and for giving us the the insights into um, into the world of those in the med lab field in Fiji and the South Pacific. And we look forward to uh, to following up with you and seeing progress in the years to come. Yeah, sure, not a problem. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to be able to share my experience and things that I have. Uh, gone through and probably even be able to motivate someone who is in the field to do probably better than what I have done. Thank you. To make a suggestion of someone that would make a great guest or topic you would like to hear more about, please visit us at labop.org. That's L-A-B-O-P-P dot org. Thank you.